MoneyWeb at Midday for all your up-to-date stories. Well, back from the holidays, school's starting and you have to fork out for new school uniforms. But is there some skullduggery afoot? The Competition Commission has expressed concern over possible violations of the Competition Act. The body has received more than 200 school uniform-related complaints to probe over the past year. Joining us now is Karaba Mutaung, who is Principal Analyst Advocacy at the Competition Commission. Karaba, a very warm welcome to you. So, first up, what type of violations of the act to school and uniform suppliers potentially committing. Uh, Thank you very much and good afternoon to your listeners. Um, So exclusive contracts is essentially would be an agreement between the school and the supplier. And to the extent that it forecloses um, other participants from entering the market, it would be a what we call a vertical restrictive practice. So a practice that uh, contravenes Section 5 of the Competition Act. How widespread do you think this is? It's, it's, it's extremely widespread, um, Jeremy, because you can just imagine the number of schools that we have in this country. I mean, we have tried through our advocacy to reach as many schools as possible, but we are still not even as the commission reaching, you know, even the, those schools, even in the deepest rural uh, communities. So it is quite a widespread uh, conduct. And um, I think it is important uh, that people do understand that in as much as, you know, we are trying our best, there's thousands and thousands of schools based on the, the data that we've just re- that we've received from the Department of Basic Education. It's not a new problem, but is there an increase, do you think? There's an increase in terms of awareness. I don't think uh, the problem... Um, like you said, the problem is definitely not new. Uh, it's not that the conduct has increased. It's just that uh, maybe parents are becoming more aware uh, of the of the problem. They're becoming aware of the fact that the Competition Commission is calling on them to come and lodge complaints. And perhaps that is why we are seeing uh, complaints still coming through. However, the conduct itself, I do not necessarily think that um, it is increasing. So you have these exclusive agreements or arrangements that you've referred to with the uniform suppliers. Obviously, Karabo, there is going to be an impact on price. Do we have any indication of how it's affecting the end user? In other words, the mums and dads? Jeremy, I mean, we see from the complaints, right? Uh, we have not done uh, an economic analysis, right, on the on the impact um of, of school uniform and these exclusively uh, agreements between schools and, and suppliers. But I mean, just judging from the complaints, you know, parents are, are really desperate um, and, and, and really crying out for, for help. And you can imagine, Jeremy, of course, uh, post-COVID, you know, families are cash-strapped. And, and I mean, school uniform being something that is important and something that is an essential and a need uh, for learners, we can just expect and and, and, and anticipate that it has a major financial blow on many families across the country. You've alluded to capacity issues as far as the commission is concerned, but having said that though, what methods are you employing to probe the complaints that you've received so far and what success, if any, have you achieved? Um, So, I mean, we we take complaints on a case-by-case basis, right? So, we receive a complaint uh, we engage with the complainant, what, get whatever information that we need. We then go and engage with the school directly. And, um, and, and in most cases, you know, sometimes you, you hear the school saying they were not aware 
of the guidelines they were not aware that this is a contravention in some instances schools will tell you that you know what this is an agreement the principal will tell you this is an agreement that they found in place and you know it's been there for many years uh, however we have had some successes jeremy because our aim really uh, as we have indicated initially, was really is really not to prosecute schools, but really to change behavior and ensure that we improve the state of competition in this market. So some of our interventions with the schools really have been to assist them in terms of one, removing the exclusivity um, clauses in these contracts, two, uh, ensuring that uh, they uh, they have a system in place which allows them to at least appoint more than one uh, supplier, but also to ensure that the contracts that are in place currently it come have a, a, a termination date, you know, that they don't just, they're not evergreen contracts um, and that they understand that going forward, new contracts that they conclude should not be longer than a period of five years. And after every five years, um, the schools should, uh, through a competitive tender process, uh, issue out a tender and invite those uh, suppliers that are interested in supplying the school to come and uh, and, 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 and tender and, uh, and show what it is that they can provide to mm. the school. I suppose you can't exclude the possibility of bribes and backhanders. You you can't you can't, Jeremy. And you know, once you, you get into that 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 world, it becomes something else. You know. What options or recourse do parents have then if they have bought a uniform where they suspect that there is uh, price collusion? Jeremy, uh, parents can uh, still lodge complaints with the Competition Commission. Uh, the Commission will go and um, and investigate uh, that specific school and, uh, and try and understand what the situation is. So parents are still welcome to lodge complaints uh, to the Competition Commission. Are you looking at revising your guidelines in terms of school uniform uh, supply? Jeremy, I think the guidelines as they are do not necessarily warrant a revision. Uh, The reason the commission has not prosecuted schools in the past is because we were very clear that prosecution takes time. Remember, uh, a a few years ago, we did prosecute school groups. We prosecuted your curos, Edvatec, um, inspired uh, schools and St. Andrews and, and, and those some, some of those bigger school groups and, and suppliers, right? So we have been able to successfully prosecute schools in the past. But following that prosecution, we decided that, you know what, uh, because we did conduct a survey back then, that schools were not aware of their conduct. And so that's why we then chose the advocacy route and hence the guidelines came in place. But I think where we are as the commission right now, Jeremy, is we are saying that we have done our best. We've done advocacy. We've, we've done, we've gone out and educated schools. We've gone out and done uh, a lot of awareness around around these issues. However, right now, uh, we will be prosecuting schools, Jeremy, that still continue to contravene the Competition Act. Thank you very much for joining us. Karaba Mutong, Principal Analyst of Advocacy at the Competition Commission.